Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bay Area is Draymond Green, and you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. What up, Day Day? I look forward to seeing him back. I know I might be in the minority. I really do. No, Although it sounds like you might have joined today. I'm with you, and I want to say this to Draymond because I know he's listening. Because he, yeah, he, it's not Friday, but go ahead and crack that while Cheers. I talk. He made mention to it on the on the podcast, of the Draymond Green Show. He said, you know, I, I've been listening to everything. Normally, I would be like, F that and F them, but... I've been listening to everything and, and everybody. And when I heard him say that, I thought, you know what, Draymond? You've been listening to me. So today, <laughs> I want this message to be heard by you, Draymond, and by everybody. <laughs> I'm impressed, Draymond. Okay. For the first time ever, you impressed me with your words. Okay. I've always been impressed by your basketball, your desire, the fire that burns within you. You're a four-time champ. You're a Hall of Famer. But your words have left me a little bit empty. But not this time. I was impressed, Draymond. Well done, son. Here are those words. Draymond Green podcast. These are the comments specifically uh, to which you are referring. So oftentimes you, in what we do, you, you try your hardest to block out the noise. Try your best to not log on to this thing or not go on to that thing. Not go watch this TV station. Because at times it can be very, very, very overbearing on top of what's already a very stressful life and a very stressful job. This time I did the opposite. I dove all the way into all of it. So everything that everyone has said, I mean, it's impossible to hear everything because it's so much, but I've heard a great deal of what everyone has said. And normally I'd want to say F you or watch me show you, or I'm going to take that. I'm going to bottle all of it up. And I'm going to use it to make sure I can throw it back in your face. If I'm honest, that fuel has driven me so far. And being able to bottle those things up has driven me to who you know today. The reason you know the name Draymond Green, I wouldn't say in large part because there's a lot that go into it. But a part of that is that fuel of grabbing all of those things and saying, now watch what I do to you with the fuel that you've given me. And this time was different for me. I watched him and I listened. Hmm. Okay. So um, it's been fuel. It's not fuel. Or maybe it is. This is a different kind of fuel. Right. It's a different kind of fuel this time. It's an internal fuel. And I think that he heard it and he realized, you know, all these things that are being said. And you get to a point in your career where he understands that he's maybe one more major infraction away from losing out on half a season or a full season or his whole career. Or, and even talked to Adam Silver about how he wanted to retire and Adam talked him out of it and he and Steve cried together. I don't think these are empty words. And I do think that Draymond Green 
The one thing we know about Draymond is he is honest. He speaks his mind. I don't think that he ever will like say things just to get you to believe something. No, but I, when you say he's honest, I think he thinks he's honest. So in other words, I would the word I would use is authentic. Sure. I think he means what he says in that moment. Now, does he follow through? I mean, we've heard him apologize before. Right, but we've, we've also heard him, heard him in the past say, this is how I'm going to play. Yeah, I'm not going to change. He says F you, but there's also been, right. get, like, especially when he punched Jordan Poole, there was a line of comments of I need to be better. Right. Followed by the end of the year in a trade and where he's like, actually, I don't need to be better. Jordan was actually the problem. Yes. I think that one's a little bit different because you can't come out and say, you know, young man deserved it. And he's lucky he didn't get a two-piece because he actually deserved a three-piece. And I only got him with one. And uh, I got a couple more for him for later. You can't say that. So I do think that this is a little bit different in terms of, like, what he just said there. Like, normally, I would hear all these words. And he listened to everybody. Willard and Dibbs, Steiny and Guru, Morning Roast, Spadoni at the crack, and your various Devones and other people. <laughs> he heard it all. And I do think that he was able to take a step back and realize that he does have to be better. And, you know, he's getting and the help. Uh, he addresses the idea of help. And I don't know if it's help that he needs, but he's having conversations. And I do think that it's helping him. Well, the, the overarching thing here, this is not going to be about words. This is going to be in the end about action. It's going to be, it's going to be about basketball and, uh, and it's going to be about uh, showing up and staying available and being a good teammate, and actually doing the things that he says he now is setting out to do. So it'll be about all of that, and I don't know where my confidence is that he's actually going to follow through, and I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter what any of us think is going to happen. It matters what does happen, and that's sort of where I lie. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here in a spot where I, I'm like, okay, let, let, let's see it. And I, and I genuinely want... To see it, I genuinely do not want to see it be anywhere else. And there's one other thing I notice that I really want to share with uh, with all of you. I want you to look at the behavior of the people we're talking about all the time, because I do think this, especially in sports media, often we're we're, we're throwing opinions around. They should do this. They should do that. They messed up a year ago when they decided to even have him back. All of these opinions, and they're completely fair, but I think we're talking about something that's largely not even under consideration. So it feels like it's crumbling and everybody is potentially about to run for the corners. Steph's under contract. Draymond's under contract, but apparently considering retirement. Steve Kerr's got no contract. Clay Thompson's got no contract and apparently was offered a contract that he said no to. And it makes us all think, okay, this thing's about to implode. And everything's on the table. Maybe they trade Draymond, let Clay walk. And then I hear people go, and then Steph's going to request a trade. I don't think that any of that has even crossed any of their minds. If you look at their behavior and listen to their words, these four people are as committed to one another as ever. Steve, on the second day, like we hear him on the radio and he yeah. goes, I have barely, I don't even know where he is. And we go, oh my God, they hate each other and they're not talking. And Steve's like, no, no, I went to his house. I, 
I went to his house. About that. I mean, can what? we can we believe anything Steve says to us anymore? <laughs> well, here's what Draymond said about it. Coach Kerr came to visit me after shoot-around. And we sat in the yard. He cried. I cried. Because there's a bond there that seen it all. Seen the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And he just said to me, I want you to end this the right way. I want us to end this the right way. And you're not doing that right now. So I want you to do what you have to do to get in a space to where you can do that and that we can do that. This team traded Jordan Poole. This team traded James Wiseman. This coach is... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Benching Jonathan Kaminga for extended minutes, he has pulled Andrew Wiggins out of the starting lineup. Kavon's out of the lineup, too. I thought you were going to play the Steve Kerr sound where he says, uh, you know... I haven't really, I haven't talked to him. Uh, we've texted. I'm, we're giving him his space, and he's given us ours. And come to find out that two days into this whole situation, Steve is at his house, well, and they're both, like, in tears. He said that to us three weeks later, though. Right. So I don't know what to believe anymore. Well, you can say that to him this week. I'm going to ask him. Steve, question one. Why should we believe you? I mean, Steve, I, I mean, which one is it? I'm, well, I'm a little curious. I, I will say this. Steve has actually been very open about the fact that he's like, I'm not sharing that crap with you. Of course. He wasn't even comfortable sharing what he said to Clay Thompson, which Clay spent his entire media availability talking about. And Steve's like, I don't really want to talk about it, but I'll talk about it a little bit because Clay yeah. talked about it. But I'm he's not going to go into detail on that. And now Draymond shares on his pod that Steve was over at his house and they're both crying with each other, which I think is beautiful. And I'm not trying to diminish the moment because, honestly, I'm, I feel like we have the kind of head coach, we have the kind of manager who would do that same thing. I mean, Nahigian's our boss, but he also, I think, has a certain amount of care for us. If we were in a similar situation, I know that he would he would be there. He would have that level of outreach, and that matters. So for Draymond to have that in Steve 
And for Steve to feel that way about Draymond, that's pretty awesome. So I'm not trying to like diminish that part of the relationship. I have no sense of where Joe Lacob is on all of this because Joe is such a admitted businessman and he's looking at big picture and he is let's call it what it is. He can be he can come off a little cold hearted about all of it. Like he is about the Warriors and Chase Center. And the business. Well, you don't become a billionaire by right. letting like petty emotions dictate how you run things. Right? I would, I would think not. I have no I've idea. Yeah, no idea either. what it's like to be a right. billionaire. I'm a thousandaire, and I can tell you about being a thousandaire. Well, and and it's pretty if, cool. Yeah, if if being an emotional person means you can't be a billionaire, then go ahead and green check. I ain't gonna be a billionaire. <laughs> I'm with you. I ain't gonna be a billionaire. So I'll never know that. But um, as far as these four guys. Steve and Steph and Dre and Clay, wherever all of you are with each one of them individually, you're mad at Kerr, you're sick of Clay, and you're done with Draymond, whatever. The four of them, I think they are as committed to one another as they ever have been. I think that bond is oak. I think it's going to be incredibly hard to break. I don't think that as an NBA organization, you can willy-nilly just start trading and letting contracts expire and this, that, and the other. They've been out front uh, as an organization from the beginning that it matters to them that those guys don't ever put another jersey on. We've got little clues. You know, when people go, they shouldn't have re-signed Draymond last year. Y'all realize Draymond was not a free agent. He had an option year, and he opted out because he knew that he had another deal with the Warriors waiting for him. So it's not like the Warriors even had the power to walk away from them if he didn't want to. And then they all went to Tahoe to the golf tournament together. Clay Thompson's dad tweeted a short time ago, he's a dub. He's not going anywhere. So I, I just think that we dip our toe in this water a little bit more than is realistic. Oh, let Clay go and trade Draymond, and uh, Steph will be okay with it. And if he's not, he can request a trade to the Knicks. And uh, let's go. It, uh, no. Well, in order of staying power right now, in or, in order of uh, stayability, Steph is one, Draymond's two, and it's a coin toss between the other two because they both need to be signed. And if you believe the reports that Clay was offered a deal two years and forty-eight million which I have no reason to believe that that wasn't a legitimate report, and he said no thank you, well, then that, that tells me that Clay wants probably more than $48 million, and we'll see if the team wants to pay him more to keep him. And Steve Kerr's going to have options now. Uh-huh. That Laker job might be open, and uh, Greg Popovich in San Antonio is not going to be long for his coaching spot, and there are other slots that could be available. And, heck, he can go to the NFL He'd go be a part of the commander's front office with his old buddy Bob Myers. He could. So, I mean, he's, <laughs> commander's front he's got options. Of course he's got options. Um, and um, and we don't really know exactly where that stands with Lacob or what right? Steve wants to do. But I guarantee you that uh, that if, if those big three are staying, then Steve's going to want to stay. And he also said to us when we asked about the contract just last week, he said, that's just business. It's just business. And, you know, everybody's doing their thing, and we got to figure out time and years and money, and it's just business. And yeah. the same is true for Clay. 
he can turn down two years and $48 million because, quite frankly, he's like, well, oh, market says I'm worth more than that. The way he's playing the last three weeks, he's right. And that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be a warrior. And it doesn't mean he's willing to leave. And it doesn't mean that anybody's offered him anything else. It doesn't mean any of that. It's just business. Right. And if he can turn that into two years and 60 or two years and 70 by the end of the year, why not? Why wouldn't you do that? Exactly. Yeah. So that's my read on it. And I know a lot of you, like there's one one of our YouTube comments. This just came in, and I like this. Let, let's address this for a second. Um, let me scroll up and make sure I get the right one here. Um, the comment is, do you want to, and this is from Robert Brecht. Thank you, Robert. Do you want to stick with the core three and lose or trade them all and win again in two or three years? I think you have a flaw in the question. You do not trade them all and that automatically or even, even probable that you win again in two or three years. Let's be real. What do you even think you're getting for Clay and Draymond right now? And Steph. Okay, fine. That's a different question, which I personally... You're trading them all to win again in three years. And are you? No. Okay. What are you getting? What are you getting for Clay and Draymond? What are you even getting for Steph? You're not getting value. He's 35 years old, and he's going to be owed almost $60 million on his contract annually. Well, if you're going to get it... uh Two players worth $55 million combined. You're asking a team to part with a $35 million and a $22 million player who are probably good players. So you're asking a, a team to part with their two best players for your 35-year-old superstar. And throw them all together, and I'm sure it'll work because that always does. Sure. Can anybody think of when stars just get blended together on the same team and everyone's like, ooh, they're going to wreck this league. And then they stink. Brooklyn and Dallas and the Clippers the Houston and Philadelphia, yeah, over on and, over. and on and yeah. on and on and on. So this idea that you can move on from the big three and then snap fingers and it's going to be great, total fallacy. Completely. And so think about it in terms of just winning a championship. If the big three aren't going to win another championship together here, and I think that that's more likely than it is less likely, so... You've got three or four more years of the big three here, and you don't win. What does life after the big three look like in terms of your ability to win? It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good immediately. You need to either nail the draft a couple of times and wait for development, or you need to be able to bring in some high-priced free agents, which you haven't really ever done as an organization. See, I would argue it doesn't look... Once. But it, I would argue it doesn't look like anything. I don't know how it could look good or bad. You're talking about at least three years from now, right? Right. If not four, based on the contracts that are out there. Let's go three. I know Draymond's got an option year on the back end, but let's go three more years or even two. Let's say Clay gets a two-year deal. Um, we're talking about 2027. I, I have no idea right. what the hell that looks like. You're talking about like the number one pick in the draft that year will probably be someone who's like a sophomore in high school right now. I have no clue what the Warriors' future looks like after the big three. There's no way to know if it's positive or negative. They could have great draft picks, lottery picks during that time, or not. They could be on the open market with massive dollars. And as you point out, they've never really gone shopping. Uh, Sure, Durant, Iguodala, 
But like since they've become the Warriors, sure. one of the highest franchise value teams in all of sports, they've never had to go find their core. No, they haven't been able so, to because so, of their finances. But in theory, they are now a much better landing spot than they were the last time they tried to do this. In theory, but if you're dealing with no Steph, no Clay, no Draymond in four years, how attractive is this team? No. The brand, the brand is way better than it was before. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. And the best way to get back to a championship is to do what the Lakers did when they were able to draft a guy named Kobe Bryant. So if you can find your way into a Kobe Bryant in the draft, then yeah, you can go ahead and jumpstart that. But there have been very few young players make that sort of an impact ever. LeBron, Kobe, uh, the list is very short in terms of uh, like Kawhi was 23 or 24 when he won his championship with San Antonio and that was even a little bit, a little bit of an anomaly. This for me is just a big let go. This is to me. This is all about control. We feel like the Warriors can control this, and uh, they can't. They can't. You can't reboot a dynasty on the fly. So, what? Well, is you the, can try. Well, you, of course, you're going to try, and that's all. As a Warrior fan. That's to me. That's your most comfortable thought. You don't have to worry about this organization having its head screwed on straight. You don't have to worry about them trying. You don't have to worry about them putting their resources into the right place. You've got Joe Lacob as your owner. You don't need to worry about that. It's not going to work every time. But damn it, they're they're not going to be the Oakland A's. Right. They're going right. to try. They're going to try to be great. But are they going to sit on their hands at the deadline? Are you just going to stand pat I, with what you have? I and- doubt that, but that's the moment. I'm talking about the bigger picture, the whole end of Steph's career and what happens after that. There's no magic bullet. You can't, you can't like, let's make a move now and maybe win another title for Steph. Or you also can't do the other thing. Or reboot now, and then you'll be great in 2027. No, you won't. And 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 who on your roster right now, who do you even know of, who are you targeting, even if they're not yet on the roster, that suggests to you that there is a maneuver that the Warriors can make right now, a path, a strategic path for them to attack that means that they will be a championship team as soon as Steph Curry is done playing ball. I have no idea what that well, is. Well, no team can know that. And unless you have a young core, like OKC looks at their core and they could think, all Correct. right, we have a chance to really be great in 2027. We're good now. Yes. And, you know, maybe if we keep all our assets, we'll be great in three years as well. But that's not where this team is in the the general scope of their dynasty. They're at the tail end. So you either blow it up and try to retool it now or you ride it out to the end and deal with what's to come in three years. And that's, I think... The more sensible business play. You talked about Joe Lacob before. Joe Lacob, the businessman. If you're a businessman and you're interested in the business, yeah, you want to win, but you also want the business to do well. Then you keep Steph Clay and Dre because they're good for business. Even if you don't win, even if you wind up this year as this team, 38 and 44, the 11 seed, and you lose your first round pick because it's only top four protected. So you get no pick. And you got to kind of start over again next year with the big three. The business tells you to do that as opposed to roll the dice. It's a great point. It's a great point that people are not bringing up enough. You know what I mean? We get so, and that's what I mean. We're so deep into 
Get good now. We're going to be good by Tuesday. <laughs> it's Monday. We're going to be good by Tuesday. You're going to flip your business model up down? You're going to just turn the shoebox over and dump everything on the floor? You, Steph Curry? You're not, you're not going over to Chase Center to watch a bunch of brand new people play basketball and get rid of unbelievable brands like Steph, Clay, and Dre. I don't think that has even crossed anyone's mind. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 